People bring it up all the time when talking about a football team. They ask the question, what's the culture there like? Coaches at every level want a respectable atmosphere associated with their programs. But how did former Pontiac Central coach Steve Watkins build his? In this week's installment of Lessons from Coach Watkins, we talked about the things that he and his players did to build a solid reputation for themselves. Steve once told me about a scrimmage that his inner city team held in upscale Birmingham. Because of the job Watkins did building his culture, his kids wound up changing a lot of perceptions that night. One of the things that we started to do, uh, Duff, was we began to build the culture by putting guys in situations where we treated them like men. That was first of all. You wanted them to feel as if they belonged to an organization that was elite. And what I mean by elite is off to themselves, basically something that they could build on and they could build on it together. We started at, with small things. It was uh, T-shirts and shorts, you know, put them up, dressed them all the same. We treated them as if they weren't just trying out for a high school football team, but I wanted them to get the idea, this is what it's like at the next level. So we practiced certain days in pads. We did certain things where we just conditioned certain days. We would uh, do weight training. We encompassed that in practice every day. And we started to build them up in terms of their conditioning. So in terms of doing that, I wanted them to feel as if that this was a culture that was all positive and built around them. You know, winning and losing, I always feel like comes. But it's the organizational things that I think sets certain teams apart from other teams and the way business was done, right down to the people that greeted them coming into school in the morning. I wanted them to uh, feel as if they were a part of something that was magical, something that was going places, something that was doing big things. You and I talked about it once before. We did things in the community. And uh, we did things around where we were visible in the community. We, we usually put on our jerseys and did things in the community. So people knew exactly who we were and when we were out there doing things. And then I would also come back at uh, certain times during the week and have them write about it. Write about the experiences of what they felt was good about the program, what they felt could have been improved on the program. I encompassed parents also in terms of this. And it turned into things like the parents started cooking for the guys on, on game nights and things like that. And again, if you understand, it was bringing everyone together under one roof and all with the same goal in mind. That was turning boys into men, or I should say boys into young men. And uh, going on from there, I felt like it was my job to prepare them for the next level. One of the things I thought was I always took from meeting college coaches was they would always get high school kids coming in that didn't have a clue about 
certain things and certain aspects of the game outside of the field. So that was the uh, beginning of my term of building culture. Uh, we were at a scrimmage game. This is how we uh, got introduced to the OAA. And uh, when I went there, a scrimmage game, generally in our league, you'd probably get three or 400 parents there, you know. Uh, we turned up for this game in Birmingham. There was 4,000 people in the stands. And we were kind of like, oh, my goodness. This is for a scrimmage game? And I felt as if I hoped that the things that we had talked about prior to going into this league, all the things that we had done as coaches and a coaching staff, that we prepared our kids for that moment. And it turned out that after the game, we were approached by three different uh, newspapers. And they were talking about, again, the cultures, the culture wars, if you want to call it. They thought the kids in the inner city basically were the product of bad coaching, uh, not a together program, uh, kids not all, you know, on the same page and different things, just, just ragtag. And what I got from it was these people were so impressed with the inner city kids, how they conducted themselves, how they came into the stadium. We all wore ties even to a scrimmage game. This is, again, was part of changing the culture. It wasn't just dress how you want, feel how you want, go to the game, you know. We dressed up, as I said again, like we were a small college level. And this is how we treated them. We treated them like men, Duff. And uh, the fact of it is these kids took more from that. They, it, they, that was the eye-opening for them. They could not believe how well they were received. And we always talked about representing the city. I wanted them to make sure that they represented the city, their parents, and their school. So when we walked into situations, we walked in with our heads held up, no loud talking, we, you know, so forth and so on. We got off the bus in line. We went into the stadium in, in line. And, and teams were impressed with that. Even other coaches said, how do you do it? And, and, and as I explained earlier, it started with the kids. We had to take the kids and go from ground A to the letter Z. And uh, we tried to touch on all aspects of it. I mean, even grooming, grooming, cutting your hair, you know, making sure that you, you were representing your parents, your, your, your upbringing, your school, and as I said, the city well. And the kids in Pontiac, they raised that level, oh man, tenfold. I wanted them to understand that it wasn't just uh, a group of coaches approaching you saying, hey, you're going to need X amount of dollars for your, your son to play football. And I wanted them to feel as if they were getting something bang for their buck in terms of coaches who took their children and treated them like men, who basically raised their level of thinking on the field and also off the field. You know, we wanted them to be courteous. We wanted them to be kind. We wanted them to be respectful. And we wanted them to represent, as I said, what mom and dad taught you. You know, certain things, as I said, in grooming, cutting your hair, you know, cleanliness. We took all of that seriously. I mean, showers. We, I made sure that we took showers before and after every practice, after every game. 
again, and, and jokingly, I would tell these guys, you're going to be over some little girl's house after the game. Jeez, I don't want you to smell like a locker room in doing so. And they took that seriously, you know. And uh, again, I just, I was overwhelmed at, uh, we raised our grade scores. And all this I thought because these kids were feeling prideful about what they were doing and what they were representing. And, and again, these things are all, all key to when you want to change the culture in a good way. You know, culture sometimes from an inner city can be looked upon like these, like the kids, the parents in Birmingham did when we approached that game. They thought we were a ragtag, you know, team coming in to play their kids. They were concerned. They had concerns. And I think after the game, they, they were just blown away. They said, we had no idea. We, we, in other words, I had one parent say, we, we were told you kids had tails, you know. And, uh, and it was just like, oh, geez, you really thought that of us? And they said, you know, my bad, my, my, you know, my mistake. I said, these kids were so well-behaved. In fact, in some cases, more well-behaved than some of our teams, you know. And uh, we just thought that's what we were out to do. That's what we set out to do, change their minds, change their thinking, and make them approach things like, you're getting ready for the next level, and I want to do my job to prepare you for it. What did that do for the pride of your program? Well, I'll put it to you this way. We went from the bottom of the barrel in the uh, Saginaw Valley to the top of the chart. We got to a point where the teams in Midland, Bay City, they had their way with us. Saginaw, Arthur Hill for years. And by the second, third year, Duff, we turned it around. We won the Valley Championship, I think, 11 years in a row after that. And it started again with just changing how these kids thought of themselves, you know, in terms of thinking uh, beyond their backyards, that you're going to go out into the world and this is what the world expects of you when you go out into it. And it parlayed into jobs, college, so forth and so on. you got to put your best foot forward. And we didn't want it just to be about X and O's. You know, we wanted it to be about, and our, we used to have a banner in our locker room that said, football is life. And what that meant was everything that you inquire in this locker room, you're going to take out into the world, and it's going to become life. So that, that's how we did it in Pontiac. Want more lessons from Coach Watkins? Visit my website, aduffsaid.com. You can also hear them by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.